Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the Pancakes and Power Slam show by Crave Wrestling on Blog Talk Radio. Be sure to follow Crave Wrestling on Twitter at Crave Wrestling and join the Facebook fan page Crave Wrestling. And we are live, episode 354. This is the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Indeed, indeed, indeed. I am Chris Featherstone, ladies and gentlemen, action-packed Tuesday night, <laughs> and we are here live and living color, getting funky like a monkey, if you will, baby, oh, yeah, uh, we got people loading the chat room, we're going to have some fun, we got a lot to cover, we got some AEW, we got some Raw Smackdown, Russell Kingdom, uh, yeah, I watched Russell Kingdom, I watched uh, New Year's Dash, and we're going to talk about that as well. And so we're going to have some fun. Of course, some Ask Chris question. Hashtag Ask Chris. Of course, if you are watching this live, uh, if you're watching the, the added, like I always say, the Attitude Era version on Facebook on Thursday nights, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Uh, go ahead and uh, put your comments down there as well. This is the live Tuesday night stream on the YouTube. But again, on the Thursday night Facebook, thank you for joining us. Put your comments below. Of course, the two of the, of course the YouTube stream. Put your comments below as we always do. Hashtag Ask Chris. 
We got an action-packed, loaded show tonight. Yeah. We got a lot to talk about. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right into the headlines, baby. <clears throat> Here we go. And, of course, I want to send my prayers to the family of Mean Gene Oakland, 76 years old. <clears throat> he was definitely a legend in the business. Uh, probably the best, inter- I'd imagine, in my opinion, but I would say um, across the board as well, the best interviewer in pro wrestling history. Of course, AWA, uh, WWE, WCW. <clears throat> I've got so many Mean Gene memories. I posted my favorite Mean Gene uh, interview on Facebook. There's so many. I mean, there's so many. He has so many interviews that were so memorable. Um, But, yeah, I think I put my my favorite interview was um, uh, the Hogan one. Hogan and Savage, when the mega powers, mega powers, mega powers, yeah. When it was amazing, unfortunately, I can't show any videos or audio uh, because WWE pinged me, but uh, (laughs) which they have before. So let's not do that. Um, uh, But I'll 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 be the video. I'll channel I'll channel uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, we got the mega powers. We got the handshake. Yeah. And then Hogan's talking about universes and all that, and uh, it was it was amazing. And the fact that they would sell the heck out of that handshake, I I, I loved that Mega Powers interview. I watch, I've watched that. I mean, I watched it live back in what eighty eight, eighty nine, <clears throat> Mega eighty eight, I think it was, or around there, and <clears throat> it was. It was amazing then. It's just as amazing now. The fact that Randy Savage would always hold his wrist like this when he had the Mega Powers handshake. Yeah. He would hold his wrist. Yeah. And he would shake. He would twist his fingers and get ready for the Mega Powers handshake. Yeah. And every time, yeah, he would go to shake Hogan's hand. Yeah, he would, ooh. He would feel it every time, that Mega Powers handshake. And, uh, man, it was so good. I love that interview. It was, it was absolutely incredible. There's so many. The SummerSlam falling down. Uh, he was cracking up at, uh, <laughs> I forgot who it was, that he was um, interviewing and he just started cracking up laughing. I think it was Ken Patera. If I'm not mistaken, it may have been Ken Patera. <laughs> he just was cracking up laughing. And he couldn't hold uh, his laugh when he was uh, he was interviewing Ken Patera. It was if if you can if you YouTube, I'm almost positive it was Ken Patera. Actually, if you I uh, go to YouTube, um, <clears throat> go to <laughs> go, type in Ken Patera means in Oakland. And it was absolutely hilarious because he could not hold in his laugh. It was so funny. Um, <clears throat> that's right. 
GHP that a Hogan and Macho handshake was powerful. Yeah. My rumbled every time they connected. Uh, Rob is asking, ask Chris, do you have an issue with someone cutting onions in the room to doing the Mean Gene video? <laughs> memories, memories, memories. Uh, <clears throat> Rob also says, rumors, rumor had it that whenever Hogan and Savage would shake hands, a terrorist syndicate would explode into American clothes. <clears throat> there you go. Because it was, it was some powerful stuff. It was just, it was, it was, <clears throat> it was a nuclear, nuclear explosion. Yeah, mega powers, mega powers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you know, he's seventy-six years old. He, you know, he's been, he was in the business for, oh goodness, thirty-four years. So. <clears throat> Lots of awesome memories for for me and Gene Oakland. He, um, <clears throat> you know, we'll talk about the Hogan promo from from Raw uh, here in a bit. Um, <clears throat> we also got uh, the part two. I got a lot of messages. People were cliffhanging, ready for that part two of uh, of Chad Fortune. Now, here's the funny part. I go to the Patreon account, <clears throat> as we see here. That's about to come up right there. <clears throat> the Patreon account. Go there. Uh, you know, go to that Patreon uh, and, and join us. Join the Patreon. A lot of those interviews will be uh, cliff hung or cliff hanged um, from now on. We'll, I'll, I'll give you a little bit. I'll give you a snippet, <clears throat> and then you got to go to the Patreon and get the rest of the uh, the interview. Yeah, we also have some live Q and A's with some wrestlers. Yeah, on the Patreon. It's going to be a lot of fun this year, Patreon. Yeah, so go. <clears throat> also, if you are looking, if you're looking at this video, listen. This is the 354th episode. Okay, this is January 2019. April of 2019 marks seven years of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. And thank you so much, every single person who comes here, <clears throat> whether you're new, whether you're old. Come on in. We have so much fun on the Pancakes and Power Slam show, brother. Um, and so do me a favor. Go ahead and like the video. Make a, a great comment. We have fun. I have fun with you every single week. And uh, just show me some love. Uh, go and, and uh, join the Patreon and hit that like button, brother. All right, we've got Dom asking a Ask Chris question. What do you think of the booking of Ronda versus Sasha? Uh, Sasha Banks is Royal Rumble fodder for uh, for Ronda Rousey. Ron, uh, Royal Rumble is usually the place holding main event, so we saw that. We've seen that for years. We saw that with Bob Holly versus Brock Lesnar. We've seen that with uh, 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 Taker versus Mysterio. We've seen that versus with uh, Kurt Angle versus Mark Henry. There's been a lot. I mean, if you go go through the, I probably will next week. I'll talk about uh, all the Royal Rumble main events. A lot of them are just kind of placeholders. Now you have like the Rock and CM Punk that was big. Uh, I believe one year you had CM Punk and Dolph Ziggler, um, <clears throat> which wasn't as big. It was just kind of like the Royal Rumble. Typically, for for a lot of the time, it's usually like a placeholder type of main event. And I see that with Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Granted, I mean Ronda Rousey and Sasha. Granted, Sasha is gonna. I mean, she can go. She can go. She's 
you know, she's been known for botching at times. Uh, but, you know, when she can go, she can go. Uh, so, but I think uh, it'll be interesting because we haven't seen Sasha versus Ronda in a, in a match, in a marquee match. So, because of that, I think it'll be fun. So, before we go to the second part of the Chad Fortune interview, which should be coming up very, very soon. <clears throat> He's back, ladies and gentlemen. And as Eric Bischoff, uh, as, uh, as Eric Bischoff's uh, uh, theme song would say, and better than ever. <clears throat> Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Evan Tech Proud. How are you tonight, sir? Good, brothers. Good to be back on the mothership, if you will. On the mothership. <laughs> no, I've been gone for a couple oh, yeah. of weeks, Mister. My 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 pro my, my my pancakes and power slams family and the fans and you, of course, you too. Also, so uh, yeah, man. Yeah, good to be back. Absolutely. It's always great to have you back. He is the co-host with the most, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, it's good to have you back, man. It's uh, we'll have some fun. As we do always, and uh, it's going to be a good time, man. Yeah. Ready yeah. to rock and roll? Yeah, as always. Awesome, man. All right, so what we're going to do, absolutely, it is a very interesting time to be a wrestling fan. You are absolutely right about that, that's for sure. All right, so without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to go to the interview with Chad Fortune, man, I really enjoyed this interview, actually. I really, really did enjoy this interview. It was a lot of fun. And as we saw last week, he shared a lot of really interesting stuff about uh, Goldberg, about his time in WWE. And I cut the interview off when I asked him about who came up with the Techno Team 2000 uh, a name. And uh, he was going to tell you and get into it. And uh, <clears throat> he, he, he told you a little bit, but now we're going to finish it up. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Chad Fortune, we'll be right back. Techno Team 2000 was when, when Vince brought us into New York, and they were trying something new, I believe, where they gave get us like an advertising agency or a, uh, I'm not even sure what they were, but we, an outside company that put together the gimmicks. Um, and before that, our meeting with um, Vince, he tells us a story about Undertaker. Um, they, they try to, you know, find out who your personality is, what, where's your background, and then, then work your gimmick in that way. So he told us about Undertaker, who actually worked in a mortuary or uh, something like that, and that's where the Undertaker came up. Well, in our initial interview, they knew that we were team teammates, um, Eric and I, and that's what they wanted to kind of capitalize on. Um, and then this agency put together the, the suits, you know, those, those smocks and the bright color suits and the gimmicks and stuff like that. They came up with all that. So the, and we were supposed to be the future of WWF, and the new guys coming in and, you know, they really, they they were really stretching by only giving us Techno Team 2000. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like five years. Yeah, five year camp. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But as it was presented, it you know they had came up with drawings and all kinds of stuff. Um, 
the, the suits are all pre-made for us. They put us, they ship us out to get, make our boots. And there's a lot of backing and, and storyline in front of that. Um, so yeah, that's, that's basically how that started. Yeah, that's really cool. So let's jump to Goldberg uh, before we close um, tonight. And uh, what really intrigued me to, to, to contact you was uh, – uh, being the the one in one hundred and seventy three and and one before he was one seventy three and two, <laughs> but uh, but uh, yeah, so it was like his uh, fourth or fifth match. Um, you know, according to Aaron Bixoff, it was probably fifty or sixty matches in that he was just um, uh, that he actually was acknowledged and you know uh, he was actually working well because initially he had the look, he had the charisma. I remember the match against Bill Demond on on Nitro. Uh, you know, he kicked out the no laughing matter, and then uh, he. Turn like a backflip, and he uh, was uh, it was very interesting, and that caught the. I mean, that that really caught the crowd because I remember watching it live, and that was twenty three years ago, and mm-hmm. and and it was like, man, I have no idea who this guy is, but he has it. There was some. There's something. There was something about Goldberg that just had that it factor. There's only a few people to me in pro wrestling history who's ever had that it factor and Goldberg was it. Now, I'm interested in asking you, uh, just what were the, uh, I mean, he went on a, a bit of a streak, but what was it about you that they decided to say, okay, well, Chad, you're actually going over Bill Goldberg. Because, of course, I'd imagine that the first, you know, 10, 20 matches or so, they just wanted him to get out there. But still, they, they wanted you out of anybody to, to go over in a dark match. What, what was it about that? What was the conversation? And that's what I'm really interested in knowing about. All right. Well, you know, back in those days, too, right? So it, it was tough to break in. If you were part of the, the hope, they just got Hogan in, and they were getting some of the older guys in the WCW. Yeah. Getting them big contracts, guaranteed contracts, and then you didn't have to go on the road. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, now these guys, and, and to, for a young guy or anybody else to break in, there was not even a chance. Uh, unless you were part of that click or crew of the posse. And uh, the, I'm telling you, the, the whole Bill Goldberg phenomenon was, was a bit of an accident. And he was the answer to the fans, um, shut up and wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know, stop talking and get out there and wrestle. Yeah. Or in his case, go out there and just beat people up. And so there were, and again, there wasn't a whole lot of teaching. So being down in the power plant and, and uh, Bill was down there and Bill and I have history a football history. So he had a lot of respect for me. I had a lot of respect for him and we'd be in the ring a lot, trying new stuff, new moves, uh, athletic moves, um, uh, you know, coming up with names or even Bill, right? Uh, there was names that he was coming up or we were coming up with as the Enigma or the hybrid. Yeah, I remember the hybrid. I wanted to come, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wanted to come out and really kind of make a little bit of a difference. Yeah. And, again, coming from football, you know, he wasn't going to go out there and be 
a, a kind of a showman. He was going to go out there and just be a badass. And that was his mentality. You know, he had very few moves, really cool moves, um, that we all, we all were working on down in the power plant. And then really by accident, he had, you know, his, uh, a couple matches, um, and, and really did well just because of the sheer size and then his intensity. Um, there's a couple stories about playing against Bill as an, as a defensive end and I was a tight end and he was really an intense guy anyway, you know, just a big bull and, you know, already being angry and I would mess with him on the line, right. To try and draw his uh, attention away from things and, and even make him more mad. So he couldn't think. And then he'd just go bull, and then we'd come run around the outside end. So it was a lot of fun stuff that we did even when we were playing football. So, um, and then we would travel for a short period of time in that, in that, uh, when he first broke in. So the way it came out is that Bill coming out and doing his first couple matches was, uh, you know, still really green. Um, and then seeing kind of a, a decent impact right away is that then when I came along and it was time for him to put me over, uh, it, there was, it was not a big deal for him whatsoever. And, uh, you know, knowing Bill personally, he would do it even for me today. Uh, that's the kind of guy and the kind of respect that we had for each other and even our old history. Um, and, and, um, so how that even came up is Arn Anderson was the booking agent and he said, you know, this is your time to, you know, go down. And I think it was more of a test to see what kind of, how he's going to take it, you know, what kind of an attitude he would have. Ah, okay. Can he put somebody else over? Um, and again, it was, it wasn't even two seconds. Slap, probably slapped a high five and said, let's go, let's do this and make it look good. Um, and it was. It, it was a really good match, but it came and went, and that was it. And then Bill went on to do what he want, he you know is today. Yeah, yeah, and uh, WWE Hall of Famer. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, very very interesting. I, I, I've never heard that story, and uh, that is that is very very interesting to me. That Arn Anderson basically gave him, you know, kind of like a, a reality check, or just kind of like a a litmus test to uh, see if he can pass it and see how his attitude was with. Uh, with with putting you over and uh you know obviously it worked obviously it was a success because he ended up doing the streak and winning the U.S. championship the w the WCW championship of beating Hulk Hogan at the Georgia Dome and uh you know the rest is history so good stuff well Chad you know my last question to you was um we talked about this off air uh, on the phone before but uh, what was it that just because cause all of this long conversation is only packed in six years of you being a wrestler. Now, what was it uh, that caused uh, you to just walk away from the business after 2000? I know that you told me, you, you mentioned to me about, you know, family and things like that off air. And just let the listeners know what exactly, you know, uh, caused you to walk away after 2000. Well, in my career, you know, 
again, it, it was very tough for anyone new to break in unless we had something like a Bill Goldberg that was going to come in to kind of change the whole business in general and make everybody stand on, on their feet and go, hey, there's something new. We really got to push that. Yeah. And so um, in in my tenure, too, um, I was I was working hard and, and not really giving a push. And, you know, I had gotten married. I had a, had a child. And in order, but I still wanted to be part of the business. And I started training guys, um, you know, Bill being kind of one of those guys. And uh, um, Sean White came through, rolling through there a couple of times. And then I was doing some pay-per-view commercials. All the pay-per-view commercials that you see for WCW uh, with me. If it was Survivor Series, I was a guy, you know, on a surfboard. Um, uh, Road Roy or uh, Road Wild. I was the guy riding on a Harley, and uh, you know all these things. Survivor Series. I rode a big Clydesdale freaking horse and uh, stuck the knife into the rock. And so, but when when you could see what was happening, and um, WCW was failing, um, nothing was really working in there, and the power plant. The guys, nobody was going anywhere in the power plant. And it started to fade out. Uh, a guy, um, Mike Weber, who used to do the pay-per-view, who was the head of marketing for WCW, had left, um, I think, a year before and went to what was Pace Motorsports, which in turn now is Feld Motorsports. Um, he asked me, because I was doing those pay-per-view commercials, and, and actually I was uh, part of the pit crew when they had a Bush Series, WCW had a Bush Series car with Dale Torborg and I were kind of a uh, pit crew tag team. We worked with this guy, Mike Weber, and he left. And so as WCW was falling apart, he called and said, hey, what do you think about, you know, riding a bull or driving a monster truck? Then I kind of laughed, and I, I didn't think anything about it. The bull was because uh, at the time, they also owned the PBR. So he was thinking of making, making a joke. But monster trucks, I didn't see anything about monster trucks and Bigfoot back in the movie. Um, and then next thing you know, I'm, I went to my first event in Atlanta, Georgia, um, for their monster truck. WCW had a monster truck. And then, uh, a year later I was actually driving that same monster truck. Um, and then for the last about 20 years now, that's what I've been owned by my own monster truck, Soldier Fortune. Yeah. That's really cool. Actually, Soldier Fortune was an old rest, it was a wrestling gimmick that I had, had made. Um, that WCW, I presented it to them, and they didn't want anything about it. So, to get somewhere else. So, we'll end up working uh, for, you, for you for the rest of your career. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's well, funny how it all works out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It does. Well, Chad, it's been a pleasure. Uh, let the listeners know just, uh, you know, what you're doing nowadays and uh, what you're up to. Yeah. Um, I'm, again, like I said, I've been in the ranks of uh, the monster truck business, Monster Jam, um, started out actually with uh, Carl Malone, and we put together a power forward monster truck uh, when I first started out, and I had a DC Comics sponsorship, and that was uh, Superman, Marvel, Comics, uh, Marvel Comic uh, sponsorship with uh, Captain America, so I got to play all these heroes, 
um, this is where the part of, of wrestling was, is that the entertainment, uh, yeah. so it was the best of both worlds. I got the one-on-one competition of the racing and stuff like that, and then it was freestyle. Um, it, was, it was the entertainment of, of wrestling, uh, being a character like Superman, Captain America. And when those sponsorships went away, I thought I'd do a tribute back to the real heroes um, and develop the, the soldier fortune. And after every event, I, I give tribute back to our men and women who fight for our country. Nice. Uh, just thankful to be a part of it. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, six years of being a professional wrestler, one thing you can hold your head up, up high on is that you broke the four or five match streak of Bill Goldberg. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and if anybody didn't know, go ahead. Oh, well, we we still keep in touch too. I mean, Bill was at our panel probably two years ago, and we hung out in the back. And he he came. He wanted. His, he brought his family and his son. And um, you know, we go and talk about old times and what's happening in the future. So I, I we still keep in touch. Not as often as we probably should. It's just a busy life, but. Uh, uh, you know, I'm glad that he's part of, uh, you know, my careers. Yeah, absolutely. I've interviewed Bill Goldberg before and had a long conversation with him. And uh, he's just, uh, uh, even off air, uh, he didn't, you know, he, he wasn't like playing to the playing the media card. I had a conversation with him on the phone before uh, we even got on air. And he was just a very pleasant guy to me. So I've had nothing but good experiences, uh, you know, from my interaction with Bill Goldberg. So I can definitely see what you mean by him, you know, being a pleasant guy. You know, he, he's... You know, other people say other things, but I can only go by how he treated me, and that was uh, very pleasant. So <laughs> that's uh, I agree with you 100% on that. So, Chad, uh, it, it's been a pleasure. And, and here's the thing. Uh, I get um, quite a bit of uh, listeners in, in the thousands every week. And um, if no one knew who actually broke the streak, now you got to, you know, people think it's Kevin Nash, but no, no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Chad Fortune. I appreciate you being on the show tonight. That's right. Thank you so much. It was great. Awesome. It was great reminiscing about our about the past. It's really fun. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. I, and I really enjoyed uh, chatting with you tonight. And uh, have a happy new year. I sure will. You too. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thanks. Chad Fortune, part two. I'm really uh, happy that he was uh, able to come on the show, and uh, I hope that you all enjoyed it. So we're going to get uh, into Wrestle Kingdom um, talk, but before that, guess what? Trivia. What year did the WWE Invasion pay-per-view occur? What year did the WWE Invasion pay-per-view occur? All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It is time, for real now, <laughs> for the headline. So we're going to uh, do some uh, Wrestle Kingdom stuff. And um, here we go. Let's uh, talk about the Wrestle Kingdom card here. Um, we're going to go through the card here, uh, New Japan's site. And we are going to go over the results here live. And um, let's talk about them. <clears throat> All right, so uh, we got the pre-show. We had a uh, uh, Raisuke Taguchi. Uh, let me enlarge this real quick. 
Um, there we go. Um, Taguchi, Yano, and Maccabe against uh, David Finley. Um, and this is loading all of a sudden. It just says results right there. Are you there? <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Taguchi, Yano, and Maccabe uh, against David Finley, Jeff Cobb, and uh, Eugene Nagata. Now, here's the thing. I always got a soft spot for Eugene Nagata because, you know, Eugene Nagata is such a um, a legend in the business. And, uh, you know, it, of course, I remember Eugene Nagata from his WCW days. Um, and then, of course, New Japan, uh, the time that he was in New Japan, too. So it was, uh, it's been, you know, awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, I've had a soft spot for Yuji Nagata. And it's always, I think he's like 51, 52 years old right now. So it's always good to see that. It's always good to see the fact that, you know, he's still up and running and and, and doing so well um, in New Japan. And uh, so, you know, major shout out to that. Um, so, all right, so we got already, we were already, already, Brandon Gruss, GHP, um, 2001, good job, 2001. Rob said was a little disappointed, Suzuki was Preston, pre-show, <laughs> it was pre-show. Um, made sense, it was, the, 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 the card was so loaded that it made sense that, uh, there were pre-show, I'm a, I'm I'm friends with with uh, with Lance Archer. You know, he last week he texted live. Let me bring my boy Evan Tech Proud as we're doing this. Evan, thanks for your yeah, patience. Uh, back on the back on the show here. Um, <clears throat> yeah, my, um, friends with Lance Archer. Of course, last week he uh, sent a message to the Pancakes and Power Slam show live. Um, uh, before while you know while in Japan doing some Wrestle Kingdom stuff and. Uh, it was it was great, <clears throat> and so yeah, I, you know I've got a I, I'm I'm a big fan of just seeing people like that, seeing my buddies succeed, and uh, so that's that's what I was hoping. I kind of figured that um, the the you know they weren't going to win the gauntlet match, although they <clears throat> had a good showing. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of Jeff Cobb too. Big fan of Jeff Cobb. Jeff is the man, um, and so yeah. Um, then we had, um, then we had them winning actually. So so they actually they went won. to New Year's Dash and end up winning. Um, so then we had the uh, Kota Ibushi versus Will Ospreay. Um, good match, really really good match. Um, a lot of people say uh, from from the from what I've heard from the you know the um, uh, other commentary, other other thoughts that I've heard before uh, regarding Wrestle Kingdom, a lot of people thought that the matches were shorter and, and it felt shorter. Um, you know, I've said this before. I'm not a big fan of a six-hour pay-per-view, so uh, it was able to short- <laughs> yeah, it was able to shorten you know nearly an hour. So I was I was fine with that, you know. I'm usually a fan of the big of, of the New Japan Rumble. Uh, just you know, I, someone asked me about that on the show last week, but you know, just the tradition of it. And um, but you know, it made sense that uh, it, there was something that meant more uh, the 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 um, trios uh, championship, the um, uh, 
never open one six man going into New Year's Dash. So the stakes were higher and it made more sense. Um, there's a lot of names that we didn't see because, you know, they usually have the New Japan Rebel, like the Tiger Max usually right. come out, Cheeseburger usually come out, Billy Gunn has came out before, you know, we Scott Norton, you know, yeah, came back recently. Liger. Right. Yeah, Liger. yeah. <laughs> Liger, yep, Liger's another one. So we usually have those names that come out with the Rumble, and that's what I like to see, just like the regular Rumble. Uh, but you know there was something at stake now, so it it, it makes sense. So, um, all right. So, I mean, it, it made sense though that Bushi was going to lose to me because, as far as I remember, he's still not signed to a contract in New Japan, so he's still kind of freelancing. Um, and they want to, um, uh, and and they want to do the Osprey thing. They want to make him, you know, someone. Someone big, and it makes sense too. Um, the fact that Ibushi beat Hiroki Goto, and then they set up Osprey Ibushi, there was something. This is a match that a lot of people was looking forward to, so uh, totally made sense. Uh, GHP scored a chat on uh, what we're praying for Ibushi for. Um, um, it's a little weary of the ending. Yeah, the spot was yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm actually glad the matches are shorter because, like I mentioned before, anybody that knows, and you and I, we've been in Manias together, and gosh, what was Mania last year? What, five hours, five and a half, six hours? Uh, yeah, it was, it and the was thing is too with, long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was The thing long. is with New Japan, <clears throat> and I think I, um, we talked off edge, I think yesterday the other day when I was watching it, was that. New Japan is straight wrestling. It's no filler. It's no promos. So right. it seems it it can be very exhausting even after the first hour, even for us. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of the caveat with WWE. You do a five-hour show with WWE, you get a break, you get a promo, you get an interview. You can try to breathe a little bit, catch your breath. New Japan is like bang, 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 mm-hmm. bang, bang. After a while, yep. you feel like you've been – in Wrestle Kingdom itself, so right. I didn't mind the shorter matches. I mean, yeah, really, I it's agree. like good lord, it's, it's, it's no promos. It's ding, 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 boom. Thirty right. seconds later, they go to the next match. Thirty seconds later, they go to the next match. Yeah. And that's how Japan does it. <laughs> right. But it weighs you out, yeah. even just looking at it, even just watching it as a fan. And then we have to watch it. Again, you know, on a journalistic point of view, reviewing the matches, and we gotta look at it. Die. You gotta keep hitting pause, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yep. So we got the junior tag titles. Um, GHP says staying in character. Obushi was stretched off of this match with Osprey, but I would say is it could be a work. But the, uh, the impact seemed real as by as a bystander. I'm freaked out. All right. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing that. Uh, Information those that those details GSP. Uh, all right, so the junior championships were on the line here. <clears throat> the second match was uh, Kamaro Desperado uh, going against Show and Yo, the Rapongi 3K, and then of course Bushi and Tagachi uh, from uh, Lij. <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, Bushi yeah, I, yeah, but yeah, and uh, Tagachi won. 
Um, and Kinamaro and Desperado, they had the titles for, for quite some time. Um, and, and I think they had it for like three or something days. And so, you know, definitely a big night for LIJ. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, it, it was really kind of up in the air. I, and I've said this before. I'm not, I'm still not sold on Rapunky 3K. Um, they can go in the ring. I like Rocky Romero. I've chatted with him before multiple times, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, I like Rapongi Vice with him and Beretta, but now Beretta's, you know, yeah, back or, or with Stucky T as the best friends. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I can understand that Romero, Romero's been wrestling for a long time, and I know that he does. I mean, he does commentating now. Um, for for New Japan, and so he's kind of like the part timer now because he's been around for so long. Makes sense for him to be kind of like a player coach type deal. Um, but I don't know. There, there's just something about 3K to me that just doesn't. Because I, I, I mean, I've been watching Wrestle Kingdom for quite a while, and and I, I was so used to the Red Dragons, to the Young Bucks, you know, to. Sidell uh, 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 and Ricochet, you know, and just I've been so used to those type of junior uh, tag teams and those junior matches yeah, that uh, Rapongi uh, Vice is another one. And so right. I don't know for for three K to be inserted into that, it doesn't seem like the junior division is as um, kind of uh, placed on a on a on a level of importance as it used to be. Because I remember for for a while the, the juniors would start, you know, uh, just kind of set the tone. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I think the junior just kind of needs some uh, elevation, needs some excitement to to get back into it. Um, the matches are really really good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. This match was less than seven minutes. Look at this, less minutes and fifty seconds. I didn't realize it was that short. Um, you can't see that. Now you can. Right there. There it is. Um, all right. So next we had uh, ECE and um, <clears throat> ZSJ, Zach Sabre Jr. I think that, um, I, I mean, I'm a big fan. ECE is one of my favorite wrestlers in, in, in New Japan. I, I love watching ECE <laughs> wrestle. This guy is, uh, mm-hmm. is, uh, is, is as Jim Ross would say, Bubba Tough. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, I, I I love, I mean, one of my favorite matches of all time uh, was uh, him and uh, Katsuyori Shibata. Man, that match was incredible, absolutely incredible for the Never Championship. Um, I, I love I love him. I love watching him and Minoru uh, Suzuki wrestle against each other. Just, I'm a big fan of watching Ishii. And of, of course, the time when he was in Ring of Honor as a television champion, had some good matches there. Big fan of uh, ECE wrestling. ZSJ, um, of course, you know ZSJ is he he's solid. He's he's always been solid. He's he's you know he's been he's been a good wrestler. Made sense for him to win the British Heavyweight Championship again. Um, you know that's that's what he, he you know Ref Pro and he, he represented and and. and it, I think the match was pretty good. Looks like it says 11 minutes and 35 seconds here. Um, overall, good match. Again, it wasn't too yeah. long. It wasn't. It wasn't exhausting. Quick, you know what I mean? And, uh, yeah. Straight so, to the point. It was pretty good. 
Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I was surprised that Ishii tapped out. Uh, to uh, he he did he he wrenched both arms, kind of like the double arm you know, wrench type thing. But um, <clears throat> he was, <laughs> and then he was uh, uh, kicking, stopping him while he was kind of wrenched. Um, so yeah, it was it was good all all, all around. Just. Um, Altogether, it was a pretty good. 11-minute match. This one was 10 minutes before the Tag Team Championships. Um, even Sonata went in the World Tag League for the second year. and, and, and um, So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Ishii said, I quit. He, could ta- he couldn't tap out. Yeah, Johnny. Yep. Thanks for that clarification. Yeah, he, he said, I quit. <laughs> the old uh, I quit matches. He couldn't tap out because both of his arms uh, <laughs> were behind him. Um, so yeah, uh, Tamatanga Tagaloa, um, the GOD, I'm, I'm a fan of this team, uh, the, the Bullet Club OGs, um, and, and as we saw, we had two new members, I think that was a New Year's Dash actually when, uh, uh, Tanahashi and, uh, Chase Owens, uh, joined back to, uh, well, join, they, they got jacked up and then, um, they're back. I mean, they're back in the Bullet Club. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, of course, <clears throat> uh, I didn't expect the Young Bucks to win because of the AEW stuff. So, go ahead, Ming. Yep, yep. The Ming, the Mingian, uh, Mingians. <laughs> Mingians, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, even. Sonata is one of the one of the hottest teams in uh, New Japan right now. So, it made perfect sense that they were able to I mean, that they won again. So, again, the tag team division is, I don't know just needs a bit of a spark like a to sale. me. Yeah, we're we're seeing the same teams. We're seeing Evil Sonata. We're seeing the GLT, <clears throat> the the Bucks. We're we're not going to see them as much now because of AEW or if at all. <laughs> so. Uh, you know, because they're they're talking about signing exclusive contracts. Of course, we'll be talking about that here uh, after the Wrestle Kingdom. We're talking about AEW. Um, so yeah, even Sonata. But I'm hoping that maybe we'll see another tag team come from somewhere. Maybe, um, maybe, maybe X Pac and Billy Gunn can. Uh, may, maybe they can uh, uh, bring back who? The world's greatest tag team, House of Benjamin. Ah, there you go, there you go. Yeah, Benjamin was in Suzuki going for a while. Be good. Yeah, Benjamin was in. He he worked in Japan. Yeah. I'm not sure of Hoss, and he's kind of retired, but that'll be a good. Well, Benjamin's in WWE still. Yeah, he'll, WWE. he'll be cut after me. He he he's either going to yeah, be we, yeah. He he's going to be either the, the pre mania or the or the post mania, um, downgrade. The only thing is WWE's not doing that as much anymore because of the opportunity to, you know, go to the AEW now and, 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 and New Japan and ROH and so their yeah. their lines of uh their their releases is not <laughs> they used to do their spring cut, but not anymore. Uh this is another one too. I was expecting Cody to lose uh the US championship. GSP is asking yeah, man, Chris, like, do you think Jay Lethal will sign with WWE at some point in the future? That guy reeks to Chris. Well, yeah, you know, Jay Lethal's my uh, my favorite wrestler. He's been for a number of years now. I think he's uh, going to stay with 
I think he's gonna stay there for a bit. Yeah, I think that uh, I think that Lethal will stay for a while because I, I think it gets to the point where Lethal realizes that. I mean, he sees the people who have been underutilized in WWE so much. Um, I just don't see Jay Lethal, as much as I would love this to happen, I don't see Jay Lethal headlining at WrestleMania. As far as – I don't see WWE doing that to him. I right. think he has the ability. He's 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 amazing. He's He's my favorite wrestler. But I don't see WWE saying, oh, yeah, Jay Lethal's the guy – He'd headline WrestleMania, so yeah, you know. Johnny says I say if Lisa changes companies now, it'd be for AEW. Black. Uh, perhaps. Remember the caveat? Yeah, he's yeah. black. Yeah, he's uh he's there a, has he's, not he's, been, uh, he's black black. He's not yeah. the rock. He's black black. See ever yeah. know how he goes. Uh, unless <laughs> unless you um <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately you I mean Booker T and Triple yeah. H but <clears throat> There hasn't been an African There hasn't been an African American that's had actually legit nope. true headlined WrestleMania. Ever. We are wow. still waiting at the forty five years of history of the WWE for African American wow. man to headline WrestleMania and to win the WWE championship. And do not come with me 50, for Father Stone I seen fifty three, I'm sorry, fifty three years. Don't come to me and talk about 54 the Rock. Now. Wait, 60, 1963, I believe. So 56. 56, 56 years, yep. <clears throat> yeah, that's crazy. So don't, don't come wow. to me and say The Rock. No, The Rock's a moment. <laughs> the Rock never claims his blackness. <clears throat> when you're in the world of wrestling, yeah, he... you have an inch of Samoan, that's what you are to the day you die. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how the WWE will book you. <laughs> right, the, the, yeah, the Rock sure. has not been black since WrestleMania 13 when his daddy came out and saved him. And anybody know who in the world he was? <laughs> you remember that? The High Chief came. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good old High Chief. Oh, um, all right, so let's get let's get to this real quick. Um, uh, GSP says Blackman Chief. Uh, uh, Blackman Chief well, equals Chris Prolific. Amen. Uh, D-Mac is asking, true, they can link him to the rest of the Samoan dynasty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, so Cody and Juice, um, I, I, I really, uh, yeah, less than 10 minutes, definitely another short match. Uh, I like the, I like what they're doing with Juice. I like the fact that Juice is actually a very high mid-carder, and he's been for a little bit. Um, I was actually surprised that he beat Jay White uh, for the title, um, but you know him and him and Cody's been been uh, been feuding ever since uh, for for a number of months now. Cody won this, uh, the title in, in in California a few months ago, and uh, I guess it was I guess it was for the purposes of making Juice, you know, important and uh, I'm putting him over. I guess so. I'm cool with it. Um, definitely uh, happy for Juice over. I really moved up since his NST days. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. So. We'll see what they'll do with Juice, and I love Juice Robinson's music for some reason. I don't know. <clears throat> um, so Kushida is gone. So uh, Kushida is actually one of my favorite New uh, <clears throat> uh, Japan wrestlers. Um, um, I would say probably number number two. 
and everybody knows I'm a big Okada fan. I would say Okada, Kushida, and Ishii is my 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 top three. Um, <clears throat> also a big fan of Tanahashi, but uh, Okada, Kushida, Ishii is my top three. Um, so Kushida's gone. Uh, I don't know. It, it must be the money thing. I don't. If he is WWE bound, uh, I mean, Gosh. It, we know I don't have I mean, it, it's not. Him. Yeah, and and here's the thing: like, I don't see him being any different than Hideo Tommy, you know, or, yeah, or uh, Kenta. Kenta. Right. Yeah, and and he was huge in in uh, uh, in Noah. You know, he was he was real big in, Gen- oh, in yeah. Japan, and and he was the man. And I just don't see them doing much. I mean, it seemed like they tried to do something. At least they tried to do something with Hitami, but he got injured. I mean, he jacked up his shoulder, and there was a couple of times. There was a couple of times he got injured, and they it seemed like they tried to at least. And then, you know, because of his injuries, they they kind of pulled back. I just don't see. I mean, it makes sense. I, I don't see how you can get excited to go from being one of the biggest names in New Japan over the past decade to go into 205 Live. Because I don't see, of course I don't see him as a big main roster name. I, again, I wish, but at the same time, I don't yeah, see he's not, he's gonna get lost. I don't see Kushida being a big name in WWE. Even if he goes no. to NXT, I still don't see, unfortunately, because I love Kushida, but at the same time, unfortunately, I don't see Kushida being yeah. a big name. You know, He's so uh, D-Mac is saying, uh, D-Mac is saying, if I'm honest, if I was a fairly hot indie actor, I'd take the WWE money, potential exposure, merchandise, and opportunities just to cash out at least once during my career. Now, I talked about that before. Here's the thing about that. I would agree with that if you were a, a hot uh, NXT young. name. I, I would agree right. with that. Like, like for instance, if Apollo Crews went back to NXT and became a hot name, he'd be a hotter commodity than if than where he is now. Now he's just, you know, now he's just a matter of like, okay, I'm Apollo Crews. I'm on the main roster. I am a a small fish in a big pond. Small black man, bold. And and, and, and here's forward. the and, and here's the thing about about Apollo is that. If he went to NXT right now, he'd be a hotter name. So if he did go away from WWE and he went to NXT, he would be a hotter commodity in the indies than where he is now. Because right. people like momentum. That's what the indies are about. It's about and momentum. It's about momentum. Not only that, so, he, he'll be going against people that's closer to his size, and he'll be able to wrestle more his style. Apollo Crews, he's on yeah, Raw. He's on sure. Raw's the yeah. land of the Giants. He's like a little kid, like a little yeah, minion. Yeah, either like way, I mean, even if he, no matter what, even Tyler Breeze, even someone who's big is not really being pushed right now. I mean, anyone, right. I think if they if they went to NXT and got that momentum back and left and went to the Indies, they would have better opportunities to make. I think that, yeah, Dillinger's a good one, yeah. Um, Kushida, I think if he was in NXT and he realized that it was just uh, not really working for him, and I think if he left from NXT with that momentum, it help him. But if he just get pinged, I mean, if he just get placed in, in the main roster and 
yeah, man, that just wouldn't go anywhere. So we'll see where uh, Conceda is. They're really, they're really um, doing a lot of uh, p- uh, pushing uh, <clears throat> Taiji Ishimori. Uh, the uh, he's, he was the bone bone crusher, I believe. Uh, and, and 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 you know, it's funny because he's kind of like Okada a little bit. Someone who was decent or okay in in Impact, but went to New Japan and <clears throat> now he's the man. Uh, JSP says that Ty Dillinger is the ghost of Christmas past. Uh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Uh, um, he is. Another thing we got to remember, too, very quickly is Kashida's old. And, you know, you deal with someone that he's not old as he's, he's, he's pro wrestling. In wrestling, he's old. Yeah. And we got to remember yeah. the Japanese style, strong style, it, everyone doesn't adapt going to the American style well. Everyone yeah. can adapt to that style. Some people don't get it. Look at the original Sinkara. Even though it's Mexican, he never adapted. They never gave him a chance to adapt. Mm-hmm. Everybody can't be a Del Rio, a Muda, a Nagata, a, a Chono, you know, a Vader. It's harder to go from Japan and adapt to the state style than it is for the states to the, you know, to to the uh, to, to the Japanese style for Rizzo. So. Yeah. Like you said, I, I love Kushida, but I I don't see him making any big bang in WWE. He would just get lost. Yeah. Uh, Kushida being 36 journey. in May. Yeah, about the same age. That's that's old for an athlete. So you get 28, yeah. that's old. WWE old. Well, the thing is, though, the WWE seem like they're kind of not – kind of – being a little looser on that because Joe's <clears throat> Joe will be forty this year. AJ's over forty. AJ will be forty two. Sheamus is in forties. Well, I mean they use AJ. Sheamus right? been there for he a while. Man though. is who has? But I mean, yeah, but I mean, but Sheamus has been there. You really think about almost for ten years. Sheamus started out young. AJ's different. Yeah, Joe's yeah, in permanent timeout. Bobby Roode too. Bobby Roo came in. Yeah, he came in. Almost forty. So did Lashley came back too. Yeah, came back. Uh, Lashley came back at forty-two or forty-three, I believe. Yeah, Lashley so, and AJ. They're, they're, yeah, yeah, they're being a little looser with it. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes uh, with Kushida. Hopefully, I wish the best. I love Kushida. I think Kushida is awesome. Uh, but I don't. I just don't know. I don't, I don't know. I, I'm just not hanging on. I'm not confident. Um. So yeah, uh, Dmax says I'm. So I'm wrestling. Oh, two lo. I'm thirty six. Um. Um. Okay. So it made sense. I, I mean, I was hoping that Kushida got the the feel good win at the biggest event of the year, but I, it makes sense that Jay White got the win. He's red hot. They're really pushing Jay White. Twenty six years old, I believe. So. Makes sense that they they gave him the win at, at Russell yeah, Kingdom. Um, I was surprised too a bit, honestly. Um, but but when he won, I was like, okay, it, it makes sense. It, you know, it, it, them them they're pushing Jay White. You know, they they that's how you I mean, that, that's how you get over beating one of the um, one of the better <clears throat> one of the best names in the in the past you know six mm-hmm. seven years, um, Okada. So. That's how you get over. Makes sense. Um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Personally, I wanted Okada to win because I'm such an Okada <laughs> fan. 
But right. when Jay White right. won, I was like, I totally it makes get sense. it. I, t- I totally get it. <clears throat> yeah, it made real, sense. Totally real quick, sense. breaking these to segue to the next match, the Jericho and uh, Naito match. <laughs> WWE just removed Jericho off the uh, Forever trailer. Then now Forever. Oh, did they WWE. really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> breaking these. My, one of my people oh, just said, man. <laughs> so they moved, they moved quick. Oh, my goodness. Right when it said Forever, remember Jericho is on, was, was on the Forever intro, but they just took him off. So segue to the Oh, next my goodness. <laughs> I'm about to write a hashtag right here live on the Pancakes and Power <laughs> Slam show. Take him off. Here we go. He's not here we go. Anymore. Hashtag Patty. <laughs> right there, ladies and gentlemen. Hashtag take off. Patty. I'm not going to let Chris Jericho take my creation. Right. Take him off. Right. <laughs> Kevin Dunn, take Jericho off the dog. Take him off the intro. He's not going to ruin my creation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, when it comes to AEW, I'm going to eject a lethal dose. Like doing the same stuff I've been doing the past 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> take him off. Take, take him off the intro video. Come on. Jericho AEW. Oh, take him off. He's not worth the five seconds anyway. Take him off. Right. <laughs> what is that? Kevin he didn't do anything for company anyway. <laughs> what is that? Kevin Ash and Scott Hall. So they go over. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. They play no games. They move really somebody, quick. Somebody, Kevin Dunn, put Seamus on there. <laughs> put Cesaro. Replace Chris Jennifer with Seamus. I mean, Put somebody on there. Hey, put Seamus on there. Where's, what's Yoshi Tatsu doing these days? Put him on there. <laughs> put Zack Ryder. He's still at the company. Right. Let's remind the kids. <laughs> right. Let's remind everybody that Zack Ryder is still with the WWE. <laughs> put Kurt Hawkins <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Come on, Kevin Dunn. Hurry up. Put, Kevin, put, put Kurt Hawkins on there. Hey, put D. Malenko on there. Put, ask Billy Kidman. Put, put D. Malenko on there. He, he won the PWI Top 500. <laughs> He's better. Who's Jericho's who's never done that. Wait, Adam Pearce used to wrestle? Let's add Adam Pearce on there. Adam. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> Yes, yes, uh, they had Dean the Machine, uh, former uh, PWI top 500 winner. He's going to be, uh, Dean Malenko is going to be at the end of the uh, WWE uh, trailer now. I, I've seen so. Scantron tell more charisma than Dean Malenko, and I've talked to the man three times. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> nice uh, guy. So but, uh, yeah, so bland. Yeah. His handshakes are even better. Uh, D Max asking Has Chris been learning about Modern Era New Japan after official channel And Naito's uh, someone I really want to check out Yeah Naito's the man Uh, Also random do you foresee the typical WWE jokes And shade from commentary (laughs) Russell's what the AEW gets ready I can definitely see uh, 
uh, uh, Dennis, what's his name? Uh, Corey. Um, Corey Graves. Yeah. Corey Graves, yeah. Yeah, yeah they tried um, to use him as the modern day. Hey, Jerry Lawler. Uh, yeah. I have a replace you, Jerry Cole. Hey, Lawler. The impressions are unbelievable. That's uh, what he says, yeah. I can it? see that for sure. Uh, that's what D-Max said, the impressions or their impressions. Uh, all right, so... Uh, again, I was expecting Jericho to put uh, Naito over. I mean, this was a given. 22 minutes and 35 seconds here. Yeah, Leo Rush. Uh, very, it was it was good. Um, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> again, this was this was a this was a given to me. Uh, I was expecting Jericho to put over Naito, so there's not not much to say about that. It's per, uh, hey, personally, this was my favorite match of the night. <clears throat> what was it? Yeah. Um, Woo. Yeah, he's been doing that for a while now. The whole yeah, and he looks better though, because he was he looked a bit sloppy. The uh, uh, Dominion was okay. Yeah, uh, Russell Kingdom Lash against Omega was yeah. Russell Kingdom um, against Kimmy Omega last year was good. Dominion is a bit sloppy, and uh, uh, when he went against Evil, that was a it was sloppy too, um, and you know that hurts for me to say that because I'm a big Jericho fan. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> but he looked much better physically uh, too. It looks like he really got in a better shape for for this one. Of course, Kenny Omega, Tanahashi, uh, comeback story. It, to me, it was great. It felt great uh, <clears throat> having Tanahashi winning the title for the eighth time, which is crazy. <clears throat> Forty two. 42 years old, uh, comeback story. It was good. It was just a feel-good moment. Right. Which I, I really <clears throat> if I'm right, because yeah. I've been watching Russell Kingdom since <clears throat> 7, the feud mm-hmm. back in the day was Tanahashi and Okada. Am I correct? Then they had that feud before uh, yeah. o- o- Okada and then Omega. And then Tanahashi kind of got mm-hmm. bumped down to like second tier. Yeah, Intercontinental level. Yeah, he was right. try, trying to revive the Intercontinental division, which was good. I mean, that's like someone like uh, <clears throat> John Cena. I always say Tanahashi is like the John Cena of New Japan. So that would be like John Cena being an Intercontinental level for a few years. So, you know, I think it was a good a good move. <clears throat> Allow people to step in and and be and and be the next uh, the next wave like uh, like Okada was. So. It was a good move. Said, um, like the, my cousin always said, oh, he looks too pretty to be a wrestler. <laughs> Tanahashi. Who? Tanahashi. <laughs> and his hair, yeah. <laughs> nice and pressed. <laughs> yeah. He does acting, too. So. Shout yeah. out to my man, uh, uh, big fan of Ketsu Kabashi, one of my all-time favorites. I know he's retired now, but, mm-hmm. man, <clears throat> he would have been huge in the season if he went over yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, him and the, him and uh. All right, so. <clears throat> Misawa. Him and who? Him and Misawa. Yeah. Yep. Misawa and uh, Kabashi. Yep. Yep. Uh, here's another uh, trivia question for you: uh, Who has the record of the most days of as WWE Tag Champion? Who has the record of the most days as WWE Tag Team Champion? All right. <clears throat> Uh, individual. Do you do you feel that Russell Kingdom thirteen 
will be better than WrestleMania 35. <clears throat> mm. I mean, Grant, I know that's it kind of far-fetched, but... No, it's only three months away. Um, mm, not this year. This year, Wrestle Kingdom, <clears throat> it delivered this year, but it, it wasn't, wasn't like better than previous years. years to me. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't it wasn't better than the past few years. So I think that thirty five would be better, honestly. <clears throat> I enjoy Wrestle Kingdom, but not as much as I not as much as I have been. Uh good job, Rob. <clears throat> Kofi Kingston is the record holder for that. He passed um all right, so that's a part two for the question. Who did he pass? All right, so let's talk about some AEW, All Elite Wrestling. I'm sure that everybody saw, excuse me, everybody saw the presser. Um, It was less than an hour, like 50-something, 54 minutes or so. Um, It was a decent presser. Okay, so um, I'm about to lay it to you all, you know, uh, you know. We uh, we we're family here at uh, the Pancakes and Power Slam show, and also for those who uh, are um, listening to us through audio, <clears throat> again, thank you. Join the Patreon. It's www.pancakesandpowerslams.com backslash. Actually, uh, <laughs> www.patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com backslash pancakes and power slams um join the patreon if you're listening to the audio thank you for listening to the audio as well um again uh no it was one person who he just passed who had the longest record uh, as a total days uh, as a wwe tag team champion all right so we are family well, Kofi is the person, but who did he pass is the, is the question I'm asking. Um, so we're family here at uh, Pancakes Power Sam Show. So I, you know, I'm going to share something. I'm going to, I'm going to vent I, you know, a little bit. Gonna, here's my, here's my Featherstone vent for a little bit. <clears throat> and, and, and I'm saying this, I'm saying this knowing that I might not, I probably won't be light about this. Okay. That doesn't that doesn't bother me at all. I'm just letting you know <clears throat> it's an unpopular opinion uh, alert, okay? I'm going to say something that may not make some people happy. <clears throat> I'm just going to give you a buffer, okay? Cuz we're family. We get along so well here on the PNP Nation, but this one may not um <clears throat> this one may not get get you. All right. I uh, was not wooed by the presser, honestly. Um, <laughs> yes, Featherstone, hashtag Featherstone vent. I like it. <clears throat> Good job, Brandon. Yes, Billy Gunn. Um, I wasn't wooed by the presser. And, and here's the thing. I want AEW to super-duper succeed. I want them to succeed. I'm, I'm tired of watching the same old Raw I'm so sick of just the just the, the redundancy, the repetitiveness. Same raw all the time. <clears throat> SmackDown is is better because it's two hours, and the level of content is better. Um, <clears throat> um, <laughs> Rob, you're hilarious. Um, 
and the content's better. I want AEW to succeed. I, 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 I'm telling you, I've said this on my show. I want a competitive number two. I want AEW to be like the WCW type of deal. Okay. I just wasn't wooed by the presser. Um, cause, uh, because I'm maybe because my expectations are so high, I wasn't looking. I'm looking for something that um, doesn't have an indie feel to it. <clears throat> like I really, I, I really want AEW to have the television deal, to have the the uh, the big. Uh, <clears throat> it was a rally slash presser. It, it took me. It, it was it was a combination because if it it wasn't just a rally. Um, <clears throat> Because the it was a presser because they were making announcements. Uh, they made the announcement of the two um, the two events uh, coming up, uh, and as far as uh, um, Britt Baker signing, so that it, it was it was some presser stuff too. Um, but um, I just wasn't a, I wasn't a fan of because it didn't make me it didn't exceed it didn't live up to my expectations. Um, yeah, more. To to have that type of competitive WCW style feel to it. Now they've got the financial backing with the con uh, con family. They're willing to. I mean, they were talking about they're going to pay uh, the talent a sure. bunch, work less, possibly sure. insurance. Yeah, I mean, all of that is great. I mean, <clears throat> they've got the money to pay for them. Uh, you know, the, to pay for the talent, I'm all for it. Awesome. Big fan of it. Um, but it's like, and this is what I felt. I'm going to be honest with you. When I, when, I, when I felt at the end of the press, at the end of the rally, I felt, meh, like it's, it's another PWG. It's another impact. Another ROH, just another, you know what I mean? Like it was it, another MOW. Um, and then I said this on my show. I said I, I see I see uh, MJF and I see Joey Janela as a part of this uh, as a part of the company. And guess who showed up at the rally at the presser? MJF, who did a fantastic job as a heel, did some great heel work, which he did. And Joey Janela. <laughs> I mean. I can see those indie guys coming up, but you know, you know, yeah. I, I just, I, they they need some, they need You're some big names. I mean, to to yeah, right. <laughs> if, if you if you really want to compete and not look like another indie show with a lot of money behind it, which you got to get big names. Yeah, you, you, you don't want to do like. Here's the thing, probably because I want them to succeed so much, I was a bit, I was slightly disappointed, to be honest with you. I was slightly disappointed because I want them to succeed too, so much because I want them to put some fire in the butts of WWE's <clears throat> point where they're like, okay, well, listen, we're on Mondays, they're on Tuesdays. It's almost a head to head. You know, if they see ratings, they're exceeding in ratings. Like I want all that. I want AEW to be super successful. I want them to compete with the WWE with ratings. But right. if I can be perfectly honest, you're not going to compete with WWE when it comes to television or ratings having 
the same, you know, the same roster as an MLW. Right. And and no, granted, I I I love MLW. I've talked to Court Bauer plenty of times. I've had Court Bauer on the show. I've written <laughs> articles about Court Bauer. I have nothing but good things to say about MLW. Um, I'll be doing I'll be doing some uh, some media work there uh, backstage at uh, WrestleMania weekend at their MLW show. I I'm the one that puts MLW over. I will put MLW over. Watch it YouTube, BN Sports. If you don't have if you do, if you have BN Sports, watch it on Friday nights. If you don't, go to YouTube. Watch you some MLW. Watch you some Impact Wrestling. Homecoming. Um, I saw highlights of Homecoming. It was good. I'm buddies with Brian Cage. I'm always a big fan. I've had yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. and yeah. John on the show. I've had both of them on the show. And I've said I've, I always wish someone <laughs> the best when they come on my show because they spent the time to be on my show. I've had John Morrison or Johnny Impact and Brian Cage. I've had Brian yeah, Cage on my yeah. show twice. And so I'm, I'm a, I'm, I support them. I'm a big fan. I love it. Uh, I'm a big fan of Moose, too. I've had him on the show, too. And so... And, and so I'm like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm for it, but it's like, it, the, the, I think, you gotta do something different. There's there's just real quick. There's just it's at this point right now, it's just people moving around to promotions. <laughs> like like, big fan of SCU, uh, buddies with Christopher Daniels. Big fan. I I, I am. 100% on board with anything Christopher Daniels does. was so happy that he won the Ring of Honor Championship. It was one of my favorite moments in the history of ROH. But it's like, you go from Ring of Honor, you go to AEW, what's the difference, really? You know what I mean? Like, what what's the difference? Unless, and here's the thing, you're bringing in Jericho. I'm going to address these Ask Chris questions. Keep, keep them coming. I'm going to address them after this. But here's the thing. Yeah, you bring in Jericho, which I was very surprised Jacksonville didn't have. I mean, they didn't like pop real hard for Jericho when he came out, and uh, uh, I saw I noticed his music because uh, that's the music he and that, that was interesting too. They used all of their same music they used in ROH in New Japan, which was interesting. Um, but he came out with his music, and you know I was like, okay, this is awesome. I was expecting him to to do you know be with AEW. But he was he kept trying to listen elicit the jeers. And that's the thing. I you know everybody loves everyone knows I love Chris Jericho. But that's why it's so important to be a a, a baby face or a heel. Because he was one of the top heels at Russell Kingdom. And you how can you expect I mean MJF stayed in character. Jericho was just a menacing heel who was trying to kill Naito uh, over the past, you know, six months. Uh, actually, really, since last over the past year, because he attacked year, him yeah, last year at New Year's Dash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so over the past year, he's trying to kill Naito. And so, I don't know. Like, he just... When he was, trying, he was trying to listen to all the jeers, like he's exactly. like, let, he's like, let me hear you, let him hear you, you know. I was like, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here, like, you better cheer Chris, Chris Jericho, give him some love. But Jacksonville didn't really have that reaction toward Jericho because he's not. Yeah. I mean, 
let's be honest yeah, here. Jericho is the man. <laughs> he's the he's he's the man for sure. Okay. But Jericho's career in WWE did not set him up to, to be, be such a huge exactly right. to be right. a huge name. You know, like that's 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 why and Cody even said this. Winning and losing matters, you know, and and, and he'll they're, they're going to make it a, a big deal for winning and losing to matter, which it should because if winning if wins and losses matter for Jericho, he would be. I personally think, and I might not, people might not agree with this, but I I firmly believe I think Jericho could have had at least close to a status of the Rock uh, if. Wins and losses matter for him in his yeah. career yeah, because Austin hardly yeah, ever lost. I mean, you know what I mean? Look at Austin's record during the Attitude Era. Dude hardly ever lost. Well, Rock, I mean, he would lose. Yeah, if he would. Yeah, the, the thing is, but he would always come up on top and win. That's what made right. Austin so big of a name because he only he only ever lost. Like a, a loss was a big deal. Like if you huh. beat Steve Austin. It meant something, you know. And, if you beat Chris Jericho, not so much, unfortunately. And in so, WCW, you if you beat Flair or Sting, that was a big thing because they barely ever lost. Absolutely. WWE. Absolutely. Look, how many times did Hogan lose? What one Mania? That was the Warrior, and it wasn't even a clean yeah, three. Yeah. He kicked out. Right. At he three. kicked out at two and a half. Two, right. Yeah, two and a half. So. This is a thing real quick. We're out, and we, we both, we have friends that work with All In. You know, we we talk to the people behind with All In. We know Cody. Brandy's a good person to bust. I think it's one of two things. One, it's timing. It's too many promotions. I, I just, just had dinner yeah. with Tommy Dreamer last week. We were talking. Tommy Dreamer was saying how he's glad for All In. But this is the thing. Mm-hmm. We know it's Coca-Cola and it's Pepsi. Those are the two big dogs. Of course, you got yep. RC Cola. Of course, you may have a little stuff here, but it's Coke and Pepsi. You got mm-hmm. MLW. You got House of Hardcore. You got Lucha Underground. Yep. You got Impact. You got Ring of Honor. You got New Japan. Now you got all PWG. Yeah, yeah, PWG. California and Russell for California, Hollywood, the UK promotions that are big that run on. Uh, Power Slam, TV. It's so many shows. What can you do? And this is me, this, me talking, you know, as we're entrepreneurs on the business end. What can you do to market your show that's going to be different from RH, NXT, to Impact, right. to Lucha Underground, then make it different? And I think it's timing because you, you announce, and, and granted, stuff take time, but like you said, what big talent do you have? Who can you bring into AEW? And I want them to see like you. That's going to, you know, shock the world and be like, oh, wow, I got to watch. Everybody's tied up. Right. Came into WWE. Yep. Goldberg signed with WWE. Absolutely. Sting signed WWE. Flair's in WWE. Hogan's in WWE. And not only that, these are all older legends, so they're not going to be full-time. Who do you have right now that could go full-time or that could even go part-time that has that big name to where it's like, wow, 
AEW got him. I gotta watch. And please don't talk about Punk. Mm-hmm. Please, he's damaged goods. Nobody cares about him. Yeah. He lost about sixty pounds. The only reason people are talking about him because he got screwed over by WWE. No one talked yeah. about him because of his great matches. <laughs> I mean, yep. come on. And here's and here's the thing. I think they should discover, like they, you know, Mo was saying they, they need to discover new people. Absolutely, you can't discover. Here's the thing, you cannot discover new people and really put people over if there's just a bunch of new people and a bunch of indie people. Let's let's be honest here. And 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 I was seeing that. Like, listen, I'm all for. It was great to see Pac. You know, it was great to see him back. You know, in the states, right, Neville, right, right, big fan right. of that. Right. But and and I'm all for I'm all for Hangman Adam Page. I'm, I'm I've had him on the show too. Again, it goes back to the thing. Right. But it's but but again, well, it's, like, it's like yeah, yeah. It's like okay, so I, I I looked at the main. If, if I was like, I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay. If this is the main event for Double or Nothing, yikes! You know, like, like I'm not right. It's, I don't see a competitive. You know, I'm all I'm all for uh, Pac and, and and Page. I'm, I'm all for it. I think it'll be a great match. I'm all for the setup. I'm all for it. But to me, it didn't woo me to say, "Whoa, okay, I'm really looking forward to Double or Nothing." Because the main event for the championship is Pac versus Hangman Page. Now, here's what they should do. The common fans don't even know who Hangman Page is. Matter of fact, is this what you guys think? Now you're talking about competing with WWE. WWE is a juggernaut. They're worldwide. So us as wrestling fans, the, the people that are legit fans know who these people are. Now you got to focus yeah. on getting the demographic of the common fan and just a basic person. And you need someone with a marketable name that can say, wow, I remember him. My girlfriend don't know who these people are. I'm, my daughter, this is common, your aunt. Who's, who's Paige? Who's Cody Rhodes? Who's the Young Bucks? You get, like you said, you got to have that marketable name, like a Brock, like yep. The Rock, like Austin. Wow, they're back. WCW is successful because in the 90s, they were free. They had that opening. They yep. could bring in Lydia. They could bring in Nash. They could bring in Hall. They had Hogan. Sting was already there. He switched up. Goldberg was a star. Because it was like, wow, we got to watch because they're on. And then you had Austin. It was equal. You had big stars in WCW, big stars in WWF. Yep. And it was just them. Now, yep. who do you have? Reigns is yeah. sick. But he's everybody <clears throat> big is tied up with E. And what you gonna throw a million yeah. dollars to the Rock? The Rock isn't going to no all in. He's still no, WWE. He's, he's not going to AEW. Right. <laughs> uh, and granted, yeah. I love all and, <clears throat> Right. We have friends that work there. And I, and again and again, listen, I want AEW and and, uh, and I'm saying all this just because I I want them to succeed. I want them to Beat WWE. Right. <laughs> That's the thing. Right. I want them to in the rating. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. I just I I don't see even with a big TV deal. I don't see. I mean, based on what I saw, and again, there's 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 growth, there's development, 
there's new signings. I get all that. I'm, I'm a big fan, but they need some big. No, and, and again, Aaron, I, I I agree with you. No one's go, no one's going to be Vince McMahon. I, but but if you're going to the Khan family, if if you're going to yeah. get the money, basically the Khan family to Cody Rhodes is akin to Ted Turner and Eric Bischoff. You can do it. I mean, Eric WCW was doing nothing, you know, before uh, the Bischoff era. You were having, you know, you had uh, 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 Heard, you know, having what Lord, Rick Jim Flair Bird. to cut his hair and be Spartacus, you know what I mean? And, and having the, uh, the, what is it, the, Bill um, Bill Ding Watt. Dongs. Jim Fry. Yeah, and it's like, and, and it's like, they didn't care about WCW before Bischoff, before 94, 95. They did not care about competing with WWE. They did not care about having a riveting product. Right. They wanted the ding dongs. They wanted Spartacus. They just didn't care. It was just a comedy act. Johnny Eric Bischoff, as much as people want to talk about Eric Bischoff, as much as people want to say he stole he's ideas from such and such, whatever you want to say about Eric Bischoff, he came in. And of course, he had some help, but at the same time, he came in and he and he flipped the wrestling industry upside down. How dare I not have that expectation for someone else to do it? Cody Rhodes has been in the business. I mean, he's even he even said in the in the rally, he, you know, he grew like his first breath. He he knew about wrestling because his dad is one of is my second. Favorite of all time, one of the greatest of all time, right. Bebel. That's the role the American dream. Bethan, Bethan, yeah. he, his dad wrote, he, his dad did booking for NWA, for WCW, for TNA when he was there, for NXT. He's the, you know, the godfather right. of NXT. So he knows how to book a show. He has the money, and now he has the money to go behind it. So I believe that that. Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks has what it, they have what it take to flip the wrestling industry upside down again, and I and I believe they have what it take, and I hope they do. Right. But here's the thing: right. what helped Bischoff was the fact that Lex Luger came out and jumped ship at you know right. at Mall of America in 1995. The fact that you know yeah, less than a Hogan. year later Hogan turned heel and started the NWO. The fact that you were doing some riveting stuff of like, whoa, like Hogan, Hill, Luger. I mean, even Luger having, you know, he, he wasn't even really huge, you know, in the WWE at the time. He was teaming up with uh, Bulldog, you know, months before, and he wasn't even really getting booked very well. But it was still the controversy. Whoa, wait a minute, Luger, you know, whoa, that's Luger, Hogan, Big Bubba going against each other, whoa, what is Luger doing there, I thought he was in WWE, you know, and so that's what we need to really kind of reset the competition, and I think that they can do it, I hope that they do it, but, you know, the Joey Janellas, the MJFs, great talent, great talent, let's, let's not, let's not dismiss that, great talent, like I said, I always put MJ over. He's the he's an old oh, yeah. school heel, and we need more old school heels. Mm-hmm. Big fan, put him over for sure. But at the same time, we need different. We need unpredictability. We need edginess. It doesn't have to be like crazy, like just scandalous. 
but give us some controversy, give us some shock, some wow factor. And right, to be right. honest with you, Hangman Page versus um, you know Pac doesn't uh, really woo me. I mean, you, to be honest. Like, yeah. like my buddy, my good old friend Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster, said this before we talked off air. You, you know, Featherstone, how close me and him are. Just, we just talked last week when he was booking for yep. Nitro, and you know, I'm good friends with Bischoff, been on my show three times. He said, WWE sell Corvettes, and we sell Harleys. We did it totally different. Yeah. Somebody in the chat said something about. They got to try to get HD cameras to look polished. Maybe they don't look different than WWE. You got to, not saying that you got to be crappy like standard stuff, but you want to have a different look. You want to have a different feel. And like you said, WWE is a corporation. I've been in front of the headquarters. It's a lot more to WWE than just what you see on Raw SmackDown. <laughs> it, is a lot, it is a legit machine. Vince is not going out of business because when Vince goes, the company's going to Triple H and going to Stephanie. And I can yeah. tell you that that's legit. And this isn't here say she she say this is people that we know in the business that work there now already know. But you don't have to put Vince out. Pepsi not putting Coca Cola also Pepsi a good few million dollars a year, but Pepsi ain't going nowhere. Pepsi's still making millions of dollars, so it's going to pull You don't got to take this out, yep. but you got to make him feel that heat. Set fire up his yep. butt. And, and, and this little stuff he's doing there will roll. All of a sudden, Sasha Banks getting the title shot. Okay, Apollo Crews now. WWE ain't going to admit it because you don't want to acknowledge your competition. That's an old school yep. rule. But trust me, Vince knows, okay, all in. Uh, You're not letting these people go. Oh, sure. You know? We're going to try to use yeah, this younger yeah. talent. And there, there were some WWE guys. There were some WWE executives watching the, the, the press, pressers of the rally. Oh, of course, course they were. Let's, like let's not be stupid here. There was there right. were some people watching the, 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 the press, the, the, the pep rally, because they know that they could have competition. And, again, I want them to, you know, to people saying complaining, people saying I'm crapping on it. Listen, I am not crapping on AEW. I want y'all to – Understand this. I want to keep this in context. <laughs> I'm giving you my thoughts based on the pep rally. It didn't woo me. It was a, like it felt like another impact or another Ring of Honor or another, uh, you know, New Japan like... show. Now, granted, I love Ring of Honor. I love Impact. I love New Japan. I, I'm a big fan. We just spent, what, a half hour or so covering Wrestle Kingdom. It big like fan of those products. But we need something different. That, that's it, the thing. We need something different. It, so it I didn't, like I didn't feel different. Right. Yeah, it, it looked, I didn't feel different. And I, I, granted, to be fair, it, it takes time. It, I know it takes time sure, to get absolutely. a TV deal. It takes time. But mm-hmm. my fear is, who are you going to get that's going to be that blockbuster name that's going to put them over the hump? They got the money. They get a TV deal. Yeah, they got exactly. They have the money. But now exactly. you need a name. Yeah, so hopefully they do. Who are you going to get? Yeah. Punk isn't going to last. You sign CM Punk, it's going to be hot for 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 a month. And he's not going to wrestle get. either. He's not. He's not going to wrestle. He's not wrestling. He's going to commentate. Yeah, he's going to commentate. So. So, all right. So let's uh, let's let's address a few of these extra questions. Thank y'all for, for y'all's patience. Get horse over. Uh, and, and Bring him in. There's, 
My my yeah, Horace Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad again. Wait a minute, Kevin Dunn. You're gonna let them get Horace Hogan over Get Horace Hogan. You should have made that phone call. Get out Dandy. <laughs> Liz Mark Jr. You gonna come and tell me that you you didn't call Silver King? You let them get Silver King? Get Vienna four Kevin five Dunn. and six. You're a <sighs> <laughs> because you let them get Silver King, I want to hit with two or five live. Because of that, Kevin Dunn, you're fired. Get that to God and you do that corkscrew plunger. Let's get Mike Tenet to call it. Right. Get Don West. Let's <laughs> Don West. Right. Oh, AOW, we need to get Alex Skipper. Get him in here. <laughs> Let him walk the tightrope again on the cage. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's address some people's needs. Uh, Chris questions. Uh, thank you all for for uh, my Featherstone vent there uh, for, for, for being patient with me there. Um, all right, so real quick, we only got like ten minutes. Um, let's see, let's see. Hashtag Axe Chris. Here we go. Rob is, uh, do you think they need to hire a TV tech team next fast? Quality seems uh, sort of low budget. <clears throat> I can use some better, I don't know, I guess tech, bells and whistles production. I agree with that 100%. I would imagine, you know, the Khan family, them, they've got the money to back it up. It, it had a, it was supposed to be a rally. Um, so it had a rally. Um, I'm sure the, <clears throat> I'm sure the, 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 the budget, uh, is fitting for some some good production, so we'll see with double or nothing. All in was decent as far as production wise, so yeah, and that was with their money, you know. So I mean, that was with Cody and the Bucks' money. So now you've got a billion dollar, you know, backing. I'm sure the production to be very good. So, all right, so a couple more before we just real quick flavor of the week. We're just going to name some names similar to what Rob asked. Who are the SmackDown Six still not signed for AEW? I'm going to merge that Rob with the Flair of the Week, and we're going to just start naming some former WWE champions uh, who would be who you know similar to my Featherstone vent. Uh, some 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 former WWE champions that would move the needle, that would cause some some competition. And we're going to talk about that. Um, as I'm talking, just give me as I'm addressing these uh, uh, raw and uh, uh, ask Chris questions. Uh, send your grades. If you're, on, if you're on Facebook right now, drop your grade on the uh, comment. Of course, the live here. Uh, drop your raw and SmackDown grades together. Uh, you know how we are <laughs> raw and SmackDown. We don't talk about that much. Um, so just drop your raw and SmackDown grades as far as and if you have any. Any comments on Raw and SmackDown? Uh, add that too, and uh, I will I will save them. Um, so let me see what else we got. Ask Chris. Um, Johnny's saying I wouldn't make too many assumptions about a company that hasn't really started yet. We'll see what happens when SmackDown is on Fridays. Otherwise, they never bother to be on Tuesday. Sure. Yeah, I mean, and it's not making assumptions. It's just a matter of what I saw. I, I wasn't wooed. By the level of, uh, the, by the talent level yet, you know. Again, I'm a big fan of Hayman Page. I, you know, I wish that he would have actually won a championship that wasn't uh, a non-singles championship in ROH. Um, 
I'm a, I'm a big fan. I think he's great. Um, but I'm looking for something that's, I mean, to me, I, I can see Paige and, and, and Pac, and I can see that same main event on Impact, on Lucha, on, you know, not necessarily Lucha, but that's still quality. New Japan, you know, I can still, on PWG, I can still, that, that that's not different to me. So I want to see different. We need to see different and controversial in order to create that big whoa factor when it comes to this. So I'm I'm hoping the best. I'm I'm really I'm really hoping that they do they just knock it out of the park. Um but as far as the rally, I didn't see that in the rally. Now hopefully they do a fantastic job. I'm 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 pulling for them. All right. Um and I'm sure they'll do well. I'm sure they'll do well. They they have the they have the crowd, they have the support. I'm just looking for something that's different and, and, and not the same as any other company. So, <clears throat> all right. Um, all right. So I think that's good for the express questions for now. The <clears throat> Raw and SmackDown. Gross makes a good point here. Interesting point. We, we may talk about that a little later. Uh, AEW needs to be gritty like the ODCW. Interesting. Aaron said <laughs> they bring in Sid Vicious. Because you know why? He is the master. No, he's the millennium man. He's the millennium man. Remember that. <laughs> right. Remember his streak? One week he was 1 0, then he was like 15 0. Yeah, yeah. I remember the millennium man. He was with uh, Little Nate. Um. <clears throat> What what WWE main eventer do? Uh, Gross is asking what WWE main eventer do WWE needs to go after? Um, Ziggler maybe. I mean, they, I don't see them really. Uh, <laughs> I don't really see anybody leaving WWE because they're going to give uh, them a no. good, uh, hefty paycheck. Brandon said Raw C SmackDown B, JSP Raw solid B SmackDown B minus. Um. Raw C plus. Smackdown both B minus. All right, cool. Tammy says Raw C Smackdown B. Uh Flame is asking is Kenny coming to Rumble or not? No. Um his contract isn't up to the thirty first. So the, the Rumble's the twenty seventh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so he's it's a couple of days, it's a few days after the Rumble, so I don't see that happening. Um, um All right. So let's <clears throat> Uh, Raw was um, I'm looking at Raw here Corbin and Elias was just I mean This Elias face turn isn't Really doing well They made Groot and Gable look like uh, Heels which is uh, weird Um, Apollo Crews won Yeah how about that yeah. As a matter of fact, way to go for the black. <laughs> as a matter of fact, this this is what Apollo Crews gets. He gets applause because uh, he actually won the match. <clears throat> um, all right. Let's you see what else we got. Um, Can we get that raw sovereign right. back? Uh, raw. Raw. Can we get that raw back? Yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make a soundbite for that and do the roll. Uh, yeah. Um, it really seemed like Jax is getting the the doghouse here. Um, yeah. Mean Gene salute was great. It was great to see. Was. Hogan was getting booed by you know, yeah, which made which wasn't surprised to me. 
Um, surprised that Cena's going into the Rumble. And then Bobby Lashley, yeah, I mean, they, they're they doing some of him and, and Rollins, but that's not going to make a difference. We really got only got a few minutes. So, and the SmackDown was decent, too. Uh, it looks like they're trying to finally do something with almost U.S. title feud, and the world title feud is uh, interesting. I'll give uh, SmackDown a B. Um, Raw, well, probably, uh, yeah, C. All right, Flavor of the Week, here we go. It is now time for the Flavor of the Week. All right, so as we go out, as we go out, we're going to talk about, just name me some uh, former WWE champions. Uh, Johnny, uh, 30 Rumble spots, and just real quick, ask Chris questions. Uh, D-Mac, and all that they lack the big Ticker tape parade at Universal Studios. I'll uh, <coughs> turn bottle orange guy. I'm <laughs> for it. Good point. <clears throat> all right. Um, all right. So just uh, the next couple of minutes, just uh, throw some names at me. Former WWE champions that would <coughs> do well um, on that. That would move the needle for AEW. Gross is saying Christian. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I can see that. If you get into the domestic um, right, Rio. The, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Del Rio. <clears throat> Official Miz face turning night feels like a hill turn waiting to happen. Road to WrestleMania. I wish they would carry that tag match until Mania. So that's my personal opinion. I, I, I don't really care about the Shane um, uh, Miz match, I think, honestly. Um, what other names? We got Christian, we got Del Rio. Swagger's, uh, he's uh, very MMA. Of course, uh, that's a good one, Rob Goldberg. I've heard there was some uh, interest in Goldberg. Uh, all right, give me some more names. WWE, oh, oh uh, former WWE champions that would move the needle as far as uh, kind of uh, help their head-to-head. Mark Henry. WWE. Mark Henry. Mark Henry. There it is, Johnny. Bacon. <laughs> yes, bacon always helps move the needle. Bacon. <laughs> Oh man, I like it. <laughs> DM, uh, uh, Dmax says CM Punk would generate attention. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I agree. The number Even one contender. I agree with that. Um, <laughs> Mo said Vince would take Goldberg's ring. <laughs> Goldberg, you weren't good in WWE anyways. Give me that Hall of Fame ring back. <laughs> um, Johnny says Big Show. Okay. He's very WWE. Flame says MVP. MVP's never been a WWE champion, but I think MVP would be a good grab, though. The great Kali. Um, the great. Oh. <laughs> um, Batista. Batista. No. <laughs> yeah, Batista would be good. Batista would be a really good grab, actually. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. <clears throat> Definitely. It says the same people. thing in Johnny. Uh, Johnny says Batista because WWE keeps going. That's hilarious. Uh, Rob says Bret Hart. We can wear them jean shorts every year. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, that wouldn't. That just wouldn't be the same. Yeah, uh, looking at Bret Hart. Kevin, Kevin Nash, so he could oversee <clears throat> stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Nash is a good mind. I can see that. I can see that. 
Batista, I think so far, Batista is a big grab. That would, Batista would be a big grab for him. Uh, most of that Scott Hall. Scott Hall's never been WWE champ. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, Bo says Jake you. Roberts never been champion, but eh. Rob says DDP. He's never WWE champ, but he'd be a good grab, but not not wrestling related. He's pretty much done. He's pretty much done with that. So, Brett with the jeans, shorts, and the bow legs. Yeah, yeah. RVD is a good one. Good one. Good one, Brandon. That's a good one. Russ says Bob Backlund. Okay, we'll be interesting him as a manager. I can see Backlund as a manager. I like it. Hey, Joe all, these, uh, pl- all these pl- plebeians. I think RVD is a good one, too. <clears throat> RVD and Batista so far is uh, the, the two that has really stood out for me. Good names, everybody. All right, fantastic show today. I really enjoyed myself. 354 episodes in the book. Thanks, everybody, for listening to part two of Chad Fortune. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Chris Belifer to see who's on the docket for next week's interview. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a great episode as always. Until next week, on behalf of Evan Tech Prout, Under the Mat Radio, I am Chris Featherstone. Thank you good to night, the PNT Nation for having a good time as always. Until next week, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy your week of wrestling. God bless. And always remember, have a good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five but if you want to hone in on those winning moves check out Chumba Casino at ChumbaCasino.com choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes there are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses so don't wait start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com no purchase necessary VTW void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus